Welcome to Everyone Loved It But Me. My name is Lisa Hedger. I'm your host. This is a podcast where we analyze super beloved books and offer up different and unique perspectives. My name is Lisa Hedger. I am your host. I'm a freelance writer, editor, and journalist here in Central Ohio, and I love talking about books and literature. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's a book bits episode, so this is an episode where I'm going to have a number of topics. The first one is jumping right into the 2023 fall preview. So I'm going to give you a hint of four episodes that I'm going to discuss this fall that are coming out and I think they're they're going to be really fun and popular episodes. Next up, I'm going to share something that I finally read. So I'm going to call this segment, I finally read it. So if there's ever been a book or an author that everyone talks about and says, oh my gosh, I can't believe you haven't read it. For me, the author was John Irving and I actually had not read any of his many bestsellers. So I am finally reading one of his books and I'm just going to share a little bit about what that's like. Not any big spoilers in that book, but um, stay tuned for the show because I'll tell you which book I'm finally reading and you will probably be surprised. Now on to the show. Okay, I'm super excited about today's show. It's a little bit different, but in in the past couple of years, I always try to do a preview, and I love these episodes because I get to give you guys a taste of of the different books and, and things I'm going to be talking about this fall. First, before I jump into things, I just uh, want to ask you a quick favor. If you could favorite um, my episode, wherever you listen to podcasts, tell a friend or relative about it. That would be a huge help in in the service I use that, that tracks my podcast. I can see where people are listening periodically, and I just want to thank listeners. So I have listeners in Raleigh, North Carolina. Edison, New Jersey, Grove City, Ohio, not far from where I'm at, Newark, Ohio, right here, Brentwood, Tennessee, Chicago, Illinois, Blue Island, Illinois, Boonton, Boonton, New Jersey, Columbus, Ohio, San Antonio, Texas, those are just some, and then a number of countries, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Ireland, Germany, Italy, Hong Kong, the country of Andorra, and Brazil. I just want to thank you all so much for listening and always encourage if you want to reach out to me. I love to hear from listeners. You can always reach out to me at www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. I'm also on Facebook. You can search Everyone Loved It But Me and Instagram, Twitter, now it's called X, and LinkedIn. Either search Lisa Hedger, H-E-D as in Daisy, G-E-R, or everyone loved it but me. Now we're going to jump into the show and I'm going to give you just a little taste of four episodes that are going to be I'm going to be sprinkling out this fall. And the very first episode that I want to share, this is going to be coming out very soon. And this is this book actually I think I can give credit for probably being one of the reasons that I came up with this particular podcast and the book is 
time traveler's wife. It is super, super popular. And I remember being in a book club where we discussed it. And I felt like I was one of the few people, there were maybe one other person, one of the few people that did not love this book. And I remember I started the book, I think in the fall of 2017, and I realized it wasn't working for me, but I was going through a super stressful time. And I thought, oh, it's probably like me, not this book. And then I actually stopped, went back at it, maybe a month later, started to read it again, and did read it all the way through, but did not love it. Didn't love it at all. Really struggled with it. So this time, I have to confess that I thought, I've got to I've got to read Time Traveler's Wife. This would be perfect to discuss on the podcast. And as I was talking to, to some friends and folks, I said, you know, maybe you should try listening to it because it'll give you a completely different perspective. And you haven't done that before. So I said, yep, you're right. So I listened to it and, and I'm not going to get you know, into it too much, but I will say I did have a slightly different reaction and some of my opinions still, still stand, but I felt like listening to it, I could keep track of things because in Time Traveler's Wife, you know, we have Henry who is just traveling back and forth in, in time and, you know, meeting his wife, Claire, and, you know, you'll have Henry at 18 and Henry at 32 and Henry at 40 and Henry in, at 35, you know, the, and then we're 1980 or we're 1990. So it is hard. I felt like keeping track of it on the page was a challenge, but for some reason, listening to it, I, I kept, I kept up to pace. I I just was like, oh, okay, I get it. And who knows, maybe that was also the third time, but I think listening to it helped me connect the dots a little bit better. Now, I still have some various, various issues, I, I think, with this particular book. However, I will say I did enjoy it a lot more, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this, this episode. And I think that this is one of those books that people really do love. They either love or, or they're not a fan of. So I'm going to to be talking about Time Traveler's Wife. That's coming out very soon. Now, the second episode that I'm going to give you the sneak peek on here for the fall preview, this is a book that like I can't go anywhere on social media, any anywhere on any bookish platform without hearing about it. And it is called Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yarrow. So Fourth Wing is this very, I would say, very, very popular genre where it's, you know, adult fantasy and romance. So, you know, when you think back to the OG fantasies, we'd call it the original fantasy, of course, that was usually more, I would say, young adult or YA. And the one that we always think of certainly is Harry Potter. And there have been many, many, many other fantasy books that have been similar. Rick Warden has written many with Percy Jackson. And now we're starting to see adult fantasy. And we're seeing this pairing of adult fantasy romance. And this book, you guys, it is blown off every shelf. Like, it was so hard for me to even get this book. And it's very different. You know, when I thought, think about Harry Potter. In Harry Potter you're just very slowly introduced to Hogwarts. You're slowly introduced to this magic world as Harry and Hermione and all the kids are like kind of figuring it out themselves. When you read Fourth Wing, you're, you're jumped in right away. 
Like you are, you are in the world. The world has already been built. There's already all sorts of things that have happened. So it takes a little while to, you're playing some catch up for sure. And I actually have my daughter, Liz Hedger. She is going to be my guest on this one because she's kind of the perfect age range where she's, you know, late teens. And I think, I really feel like this book is attracting people in that age range and 20s and I think even uh, early 30s. And it is, there's a lot to discuss and we are going to get into, we talk a lot about dragons and more dragons and a lot more dragons. So I think, uh, you're going to like, you're going to like this discussion and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that is the episode on fourth wing. And there's already a second book that is going to be published. I think just in a couple months later this fall, the third episode that I also think is like super fun. This is with a repeat guest, Kate Reynolds, lavender librarian. We discussed rolled doll. And so we really delved into some of the controversy and rolled doll wrote James and the giant peach. He wrote Charlie and the chocolate factory. And we kind of catch everyone up on what happened earlier this year. The fact that many, essentially, they, they've been censoring these books. We talk a lot about it, about how these books have been written, what was some of the meaning behind things, and do we think the books should should be censored? And you can kind of imagine where, where we're standing on that one. The fourth book, and this is kind of in a, in the, young adult category as well is Alice in Wonderland and I'm super excited I'm gonna have a brand new guest on for this particular book and this was one that I don't I'm sure I read it you know but it was just a lot of fun to to read it again as an adult and there's there's gonna be some super fun things to to talk about on that on that particular book. Now, uh, now I'm gonna jump into. I finally read it, right? And I finally read a John Irving, and John Irving has written many, many, many books. And for some reason, I have never read any of them. And it was interesting because I think it was last year around the holidays. I was at one book club where everybody grabbed a little piece of paper and you opened it. And so it was just like kind of a fun thing we were going to talk about. I think it was a list of some of the most popular books. And according to perhaps, I'm thinking it might have been the New York Times. And so when I opened up my little piece of paper, I said, oh, here's a book I've never read or really heard about. And it was A Prayer for Owen Meany. When I made that comment, everyone in the book club went, oh. They gasped because they couldn't believe I hadn't read the book or heard of it. So it is written by John Irving. And that's not the book that I'm reading right now. But that is something that is one of his very, very popular books. And then coincidentally, I was at another book club holiday party, I think literally like a week or two later. And somebody said, you know, I still can't believe that Lisa hasn't read John Irving. And and then that was when I had decided this year, okay. I'm, I've got to read something of John Irving. And another one that he's super popular for him is The World According to Garp. In 2000, he won the Oscar 
for Best Adapted Screenplay for The Cider House Rules. So that's like another super popular one. In 2013, he won a Lambda Literary Award for In One Person, and his books have been translated into more than 35 languages. Many, many, many of them have been on the New York Times bestsellers list. And I'm going to tell you, so I'm right, I'm right in the middle of it, and I've been doing a lot of traveling because I've had some, some family things going on. And I just started looking on my Libby app because if you, Libby is the app that, you know, you can use through your library and you can get books electronically and you can also get audiobooks. So I thought, let me just see what John Irving book is available like right now in audio so that I can listen to it for these multiple like four hour drives <laughs> that I have going back and forth, back and forth and the one that was available is The Last Night in Twisted River. So this is The Last Night in Twisted River. This was one that is certainly not considered, I think, one of his most popular books by any stretch of the means. It's one that was written a little more, you know, more recently in terms of in the early 2000s. And it's a very, very long book. So audio-wise, it's 24 hours. I'm more than halfway through. I think I'm about at maybe 14 hours. And this doesn't happen to me all the time, but I will say normally I'll listen to an audiobook when I'm driving and on my walks, and then I'll be reading another book at night. But if I have an audiobook that I'm really loving, I will actually, you know, read it see if I can get it, you know, via Libby, via the library app, and, and sometimes even read it at night. So that that's what happen, has happened with this book, because I'm really enjoying it. Now, it is a, like I said, it's, it's a long book, and it's interesting. I tried to read just a couple quick reviews before I talked about it, although I don't want any spoilers, because I'm just like a little more than halfway through. But what's interesting is... For those of you who maybe have read some of the other books that I just mentioned, or you've read a lot of John Irving books, apparently this one includes some themes that some reviewers have said he has in a lot of other his, in a lot of other of his novels, such as bears and wrestling and and dogs and 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 in this one he has a a writer. So I think a lot of people believe that the writer, who happens to be, I think, his same exact age, you know, the writer starts out and he's young, he's 12, but I believe he was born right around the same time John Irving was born. So many people believe that that this writer is based on himself. But we start out in 1954. No spoilers on this one, you guys, like I said, because again, I can't really give them anyway since I'm only halfway through. But we're in 1954. We're in this logging sawmill little little town in northern New Hampshire and our little 12 year old who's the one that ultimately becomes does become a writer makes the mistake of thinking that a woman who is actually the local constable's girlfriend is a bear and because of this mistake and what transpires, the, the 12-year-old and, and his father essentially become fugitives. They, they leave. They flee away from 
New Hampshire to Boston, and then they're going to all these, you know, every time they think that they could be discovered, they have to move somewhere else because the, the constables is clearly after them. And the one person, like their soul, the soul kind of protector is this guy. It's a logger. His name is Ketchum. And Ketchum is one of my favorite characters, like, that I've read in a long time. Like, he, he's curmudgeonly, and he says, like, you know, constipated Christ. And he's just a little insane and, and goofy, but he is a, a good soul and so much fun. And this book, so John Irving, and for those of you who've read a lot of his other books, you probably already know this, but he can write some really, really interesting characters, and he tells a tale. Now, you know, d does it, I, uh, there are some parts where I'm thinking there are a few details that, that could have been left out, but it is, it's quite a story, and I'm very captivated. I'm, I'm very much in, I'm trying to figure out, like, in my head, like, what is going to happen? Have I figured out what's going to happen. And it's really interesting because the father is a cook, so they call him Cookie. And I love that, like, in every town they go, he, they befriend new folks in that particular town, whether it's Boston or Vermont, or they even head to, across the border into Canada, and they make these wonderful friends, and he becomes, you know, a top chef in whichever town they're, they're in, and suddenly is, like, taking over, working at that restaurant, or owns his own restaurant, and, and then the son continues to, to write, and finds a, a wonderful, kind of lovely area to, to write in, and, and these characters, are flawed and they have various problems and I feel like they're pretty they're pretty in depth so they don't feel like some of those one-dimensional characters we we have encountered throughout the everyone loved it but me books these these characters they they've got a lot of challenges and I I'm really enjoying it so yes I have finally read John Irving I have I do want to read one of his more popular, quote-unquote popular books, I, I think you could say. Um, and I'm not sure which one it will be, if it will be The World According to Garp. It might be that one, or Cider House Rules. I'm kind of leaning toward, toward one of those that I think, I think I will read next. Read or listen to, as I have said. I believe that, of course, listening, listening counts for sure. As I said, I have really enjoyed like talking about talking about that book and giving you just a sneak preview of the fall season of Everyone Loved It But Me. But those, those were just some of the episodes. So if you have other books that you would like to see me discuss on the podcast, please reach out to me, www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. Let me know what book you'd like to see me discuss. And as you'll notice, one thing, when I first started out the podcast, my ideal of, of the podcast was that I would have a guest on on every single episode. I still love, love, love talking to guests, but I have discovered that if I read a super, super popular book, it, it makes a lot of sense to just offer up my thoughts and, and have that be an episode 
since I just read the book, right? And then that that does save me from having to read a book that perhaps I don't love two or three times, like I've, like I just did with Time Traveler's Wife. But but again, like I said, I'm really looking forward to talking to having. You'll see some new guests on this fall. You're going to see some new guests o- over the winter. You will hear me analyze some books. So it's going to be a combination of new guests, a couple of our some favorite guests and and myself analyzing books. And then of course I'll continue to sprinkle in some of the book bits episodes where I get to talk about some some things like today, some unique books and, and things like that that I have read. So please let me know again if you've got that everyone loved it but me book, www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. Again, feel free to reach out to me at Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter which is now X and Instagram. Again, you can find me at Lisa Hedger or everyone loved it but me. I hope that you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope you get time to read today.